Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen. Supreme, the all-powerful, one and only true Lord. And I mean, we trust as the Republican intellect. Real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time. The mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubian Menkares, and this is Mentelect Radio. And tonight, tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing life tests. All right, before I start, everybody hear me. I just want to make sure I'm coming in clear. Before we start, can everybody hear me? Make sure everybody can hear me. Okay, okay. All right, good, good. All right. All right. All right. Good, good, good. All right. I was um before I started this before I was um listening. I was listening to um some um some gossip, some gossip from this show called Art of Dialogue, you know, and uh basically it's, uh, I'm getting into why I'm, I'm telling you this. I was watching this show called Art of Dialogue, and it's basically um, a show that you know exposes a lot of this stuff in the hip hop and R and B and stuff like this. Uh, guy does expose interviews and whatnot, and um, you know I think to myself, I said, "Damn, why is it that everybody, you know, seems so intrigued, even myself, by the facade that these people put up?" And then only to get exposed, only be exposed as phonies and liars and frauds, right? Because that's what, you know, I found that's what appealed to me. Getting to the core of what what people are really, beyond the image that they try to put up, that's what appeals to me. I like real things. I like real things, real people, you know, that, you know, essence of what it is, why it's there. Things of that nature. I don't like fake things, phony things. So I watch shows like that because it gives realism, it gives reality to people in this three-dimensional realm. You know, the reality that they try to escape. See, in life, people try to escape reality. They try to escape who they really are, what they really are, right? People can be found doing that all the time. People, like you say, faking the funk. They're trying to portray a certain way because they're more interested in how they look in the eyes of people rather than how they really are. See, because once you tell people who you are, they really ain't got no, no place else to go with it because people only make fun of you or clown you when you're ashamed of who you are. You see, when you're ashamed of who you are, people make fun of you and clown you and things like that and embarrass you. And they make your life a living hell because you're so interested in putting up that display, you see, and you shouldn't because the true test of life is how real you can be in your life. That's the real test of life, you see, how real you can be in your life and your ability to persevere with anything that happens in your life that to many may be, um, you know, earth-shattering. Right, detrimental, you know, or just, you know, devastating, you know, because, like I said, nothing in your life that you go through in your life should devastate you, you see. In this life, we make a lot of mistakes, and we are in need of a lot of corrections. Test is all about, 
you get tested with things in life to see how you really stand up in life. And if you should fall short of what you're supposed to be standing up for, then you got to stand up stronger next time. you got to keep trying to stand up, not even try and keep standing up. Keep standing up until you can stand up strong. Same way a baby tries to stand up and walk, and they'll fall down, and they'll hurt themselves a few times a little bit. They'll fall down, but they're going to get up eventually. That's us in life. Life is full of tests, things for us to fail and things for us to pass in life. You know, and like I said, the ultimate reality is that we all fall and we all can rise. Certain people want to fall down and stay down because they're too weak to get up. Those are the people that fail the test of life. Those are the people that fail the test of life. You see, the test of life is a tough test. People will come through your life to bring, wreak havoc in your life, bring hell to your life, do all kinds of things in your life, and you ask yourself, why did I have this person in my life? Why did I have to go through this in my life? Why, why, why? Because it's a test. It's a test. Everybody's in your life for a test. Everybody, everything, everyone, every people, place, situation, everything is here as a test. If y'all ain't figured it out yet, this whole thing is one big-ass test. Our life here in the three-dimensional realm is just one big test, you see. And how you pass the test is being who you really are. That's how you pass the test. You pass the test by being who you are. This is how you ultimately pass the test, being who you are, standing for who you stand up to be, and what I standing up is real men and real women. Okay? Life is not hard. Life is just filled with tests. Life only becomes hard when you make the wrong choices in life. That's when it becomes hard. All right? Because you only have one real path to travel on. That's something else you have to figure out in the test of life. There's only one path, and there's a straight and narrow path, a righteous path, a real path. You see, when you travel that path, you are proceeding just fine on the path of life, on the test of life. You see, like when I look at a lot of these rappers and all these other people and just these entertainers and celebrities, these people, though they seem like they're prospering in life, they failed at life. They fail at life. Why? Because they have to put on an image in life to, you know, placate to others, to satisfy others. And they'll say, you know, they do it for their money, for their livelihood. But, no, they do it because they're really afraid to face the reality of life. They're afraid to face the reality of life. Okay. The reality is that this life is scary a lot of times. It is unmanageable a lot of times. It is confusing a lot of times because it's supposed to be. We got a lot of crazy, confused, demonic-acting people in the world, and they feed energy into this world. They feed fear into this world, they feed emotion emotion into this world, and of course it's going to get on everybody. You see, it's going to get on everybody. It's going to attach to certain people. And 
when that happens, you have to know when to detach yourself, when to move away, when to duck, when to maneuver. You know, the life test is all about avoidance, maneuvering, standing up and being real, and proceeding on your path, moving about your business, not getting caught off in the things that have nothing to do with you because nine times out of ten in your life, most of the times the things you get into in life are things you had no business partaking of in your life, people you had no business being around in your life. But because you fail the many tests of life, and that is the first test uh, who you associate with, who you may be guilty by association of dealing with, this is how you fail in life. People will continue to fail in life simply off of the first thing, which is association, who you allow yourself to associate with in life, and your inability to know who not to associate with who not to align yourself with. These people out here are like empty vessels who are on a spiritual journey because their bodies are possessed by demonic spiritual entities. And, you know, you see them having the time of their life, living their life or what they call their best life, and it's really not. It's really not. It appears that way to people who are on the outside looking in, but a lot of times these people are living this facade of their life, trying to hide something about their life. Like you ever see these people, they have a problem with being alone, being in silence, being quiet. They have to always be up and out and going around somewhere and doing something, getting into something, whether it's going out shopping, whether it's moving around. They have a hard time just sitting still, right, and letting things resonate in their mind. This is not the same as meditation. You see, where meditation tells you that take your mind offline and just basically be like, stop thinking, let clear all your thoughts and just go into the void of nothingness. Well, with the humans, it's that void of animalistic behavior. But with us, we turn our mind on to a higher level of thinking when we sit in silence, you see, and when we're patient in our silence. See, that's a life test right there, your ability to sit and think and process things the things that you go through, the people you go through them with, process them only to get an advanced answer, only to get greater clarity on what you come up with, what the outcome is. That is the whole point of a life test. You see, you go through things in life, you fail at things in life, you mess up at things in life, and then you straighten out your life. This is why a lot of times people... Like you got women out there, you got women out there who might be loose in their early life. They might be out there, they loose, and they doing this, that, and the third. And then they, you know, become better women over time. Some of them become better, cut out all that loose behavior, all the things they were doing when they were wild and running free and was liberated with their vagina and just laying all over the place being sexual. Then later on in life, they have some clear thoughts, some clarity in their life, and they stop that. They cut that out. See, they cut that out. A lot of times the women that go to the church, like the older women, they would go to the church, and they might have been, you know, fast in their young life, but then when they go to church and they, you know, start making things all about God, they don't want to be like that no more. See, what that really represents is 
you know, that they tried to find their higher self. They really didn't like the lower self that they were indulging, the lower things they were indulging in, sleeping with men, being fast and whatever else. So they try to find a higher ground. The church just represents their higher mental ground to them. They can't express it that way, but it represents that even like you got brothers out here who might have been out here robbing and stealing, doing all the things, and then no deep down inside, what they was doing was based in chaos and confusion and madness and stupidity. So they try to find a higher ground. They might join Muslims or, hell, even come into the Republican mentalite because they want to move past those things in their life. They want to go from being manipulated in life by loose, dead energy that so many people are controlled by this loose, dead spiritual energy that moves through this atmosphere that got you wanting to go around here fighting and, and laying up and whoring and tattooing all over your body and just, just destroying yourself, you see. Because in this life, like I said, the person who doesn't know that this is a test of life, they end up destroying themselves. They end up abusing themselves. They drink too much. They smoke too much. They have too much sex. All this stuff, they abuse themselves over time. And this happens because, as I said, they are not able to process what they just experienced in life. They don't give themselves time to sit down and process. Notice that when the so-called, it's usually the so-called black man going to jail. Sometimes it takes him going to jail, being locked up in jail, being away from that environment for him to process his life and see if the test that he's being given in life to have some form of, you know, to deal with adversity in life, how he stands up to that in life. That's what defines you. See, the earlier parts of the things you got into in your life, the stupidity, whether you was calling yourself being out here being a thug, a killer, so-called gangbanger, whatever you were selling drugs, whatever you was out here in the streets, or whatever you was doing and being loose like you women's like y'all do, whatever it is that you aligned yourself with, was all meant to be a test that you were meant to fail. Now, certain people pass that test, like I said, and they don't get involved in these things. But that's for the highest people. That's for the highest thinkers. The people who are on a lesser level, who are minds are not fully developed yet, they get into these things. They are excited by these things. They're excited by these people because their minds are underdeveloped. And when I say their minds are underdeveloped, that means that they have not processed these things that take place in the three-dimensional realm. They have not processed, processed them yet as false, as unreal. See, part of the life test, again, is seeing these things for what they are and knowing them for what they are not and not indulging in the things that they're not meant to be, that you're not meant to be, you see. Everything that comes at you in this life is a test, a test of your patience, a test of your will, a test of your ability to persevere on this path of life. Everything. Your relationship is a test. You see, your children are a test, how you deal with them. But who's grading the test? Who's marking the test? Who is overseeing the test that's being given to you? Your higher self. Your higher self is the judge of the life test that you receive, your higher self. And your ability to pass these tests gives you 
the ability to move to the next level and contemplate the things in your life that you just went through. You see, the people that fail in life, those are the people who jump into these things feet first, and you hear about them dying. These are the guys, the girls that die real fast because they're really not processing anything. Anything that's not processing, anything or any people, place, or possess, anything that's not able to process, right, transfer, transform your experiences into a higher level of thinking. All the low-level things you've been through are supposed to be part of the process, you see, part of the transformation, part of what it is that you need to get to the next level. You need to share with your children. You need to share with the people who you come in contact with so that they don't have to go through what you went through, so that they don't have to experience So they know what it is. They got to live vicariously through you. Your test is that you gave them something greater to look to by what you went through. And you have to realize that, that everything in your life is a test. Everything. How you respond, how you don't respond, how you get involved with things, how you don't. Like I said, you'll be surprised, especially you men, you'll be surprised at the things in the society that are put in place to set you up. You see, women, money, sex, all these things, your emotions, these things are all put in place as a setup, a test to see if you are going to bypass these things and know them for what they are. Or are you going to partake in these things and fail and fall down, fall victim? You see, because in the world where evolution still drives this, drives this world, even though everybody's not evolving, but in a world where evolution still rules, where evolution still drives this world, where Amen is driving evolution forward. The Amina pulling evolution forward is meant for those people who are in alignment to pull forward with it, but you can't go forward without tests. We can't ascend to the, into the fourth dimension without tests. Y'all do know that. There is no ascension into the fourth dimension without tests. That's why I laugh at these people when they talk about, yeah, we're going into the fifth dimension. We're going to say, y'all ain't going nowhere. Nobody will ascend anywhere unless they are tried and proven, unless they are tested and they pass. You're not going to be able to enter into those upper realms, those upper dimensions of extended thought. Remember I said this a long time ago. I said, um, why is Cro-Magnon man, Homo habilis, and all those early uh, creatures of mankind, why are they no longer here? Why is that type no longer being born? Answer, because they don't measure up to the test, the evolutionary test, that test of time. So when you don't measure up to that test in life, when you don't measure up in a state of evolution, then guess what? You're going to eventually fade away. You're going to basically fall away. Because life is all about evolution. Life is all about growth. That's the test to see if we are worthy to continue forward or do we fall into a rotation of nothingness like what these people are on. That's why if you know, like I said, and also with these things when I watch them, it amazes me. I, I laugh at this stuff and look at it, but it amazes me what people find to be exciting. 
Like, you look at this, the life these people live, things they hype things up about so much. And, and I'm like, y'all really, I was just like, this is really your life. It just, it just seems really fabricated. Your whole lifestyle is fabricated. Your whole lifestyle is fabricated around an image. And they try to live in that world. That's why I hear these guys talk about they rap beefs and they hip-hop beefs and they relationships. And I'm like, that's all a bunch of fabrication. None of that is real because these people are not real. They have a persona to keep. They're more worried about how they show themselves to be amongst the fans, but these people are not in alignment. These people are not in alignment with that, with that mindset, with that mentality. They're not in alignment with it. So what that basically says is people have basically come to a level of ultra-standing. Certain people are coming to a level of ultra-standing, and these are the people who will start to ascend and move forward in this test of life as we're moving into the fourth dimension, as we're moving through time, through space. That's why I said when you get older, you don't, you got you notice know, you got less and less patience for nonsense and foolishness. The things that you don't have patience for, the things you have patience for, the things you could stand and listen to in your twenties and your thirties and whatnot, you can't listen to as you get older. Because now your mind is processing on a higher level. Some of you your mind's already starting to process on a higher level in your twenties. Some of you start some might people might start in their teens. And they thirties and whatnot. It's no time frame for it when you're gonna start. When you're gonna realize that this life is an ultimate test of wills, of patience, of focus, of people in all types of faces, in all types of skin that are here to either aid you or work against you. You see. You have to be smart enough, you have to be intelligent enough to know which ones are there for you or which people are there for you to utilize in your life. That's the life test right there. You see, who you can utilize and who you cannot. Who you can connect yourself with and who you cannot. That is a life of extension. That is a life of power. That is a life of greater illumination. See, because, again, people miss the point of why we're here. We are here, and I'm speaking for the elect of all people, because the elect, even when I talk about the elect, we're only the elect because we basically figure it out that life is a test. And that not just that, that it's a test that we can pass and therefore move on to a higher state of being, a higher state of power. We realize that, and we're on that path, and we're taking that test. That's why there's the Republic of Intellect. That's why we are here. That's why we are the Republic of Intellect. Because this is time for testing. This is time for ascension. This is time for constant and continuous reception of power. That's what this time is for. This was the thing that we worked ourselves up for to take this test. This is the big test right here. Aligning ourselves as the almond, raising ourselves through intellect, guiding ourselves as a collective body, the bright race, the illuminated ones, the mentalists. Like I said, this is 
the test. This is what we come here to be. This is ultimately our lives. And then you got those who will never take the test. They will never realize that this is a test. This was this is what makes them not of the elect. Because even if you get people up here saying, yeah, I realize life is a test, but what is it a test for? Don't just repeat and copy and say it to be deep. What is the test for? Because there are givers of the test. Someone is overseeing the test. Someone is waiting for your answers on the test. Your answers, how you marking your answers is through your life. There are people waiting for you to pass the test, people waiting for you to fail the test. And those people are your higher self and your lower self. Just like you have a higher self and extended self, some of you, you have a lower self. Your lower self been, is always waiting for you to fail. Why do I say that? Because you know, you got people that get out here and do things and whatnot, and they set themselves up and they sabotage themselves, and they basically do something to to a limit to where they know they're not going to. You know, they set themselves up basically for failure just to have an excuse to fail, have an excuse to quit have an excuse to not do or continue on what they claim they want to do in life, they set themselves up and then they'll make an excuse for it. They set themselves up for failure. They set themselves up to fail the test and thus go back into that circle of mediocrity, go back into that state of nothingness. That's why they set themselves up to fail because they want to go to where they're comfortable at. See, when you realize that life is a test, a test that is meant to be passed, then that's when you become part of the elect. That's when you become part of the elect. See, people are not of the elect. They just think they're out here to live their life, and, you know, I'm going to live my life till I die. I'm going to live till I die, and whatever the case may be. Those are the people who are not even registered for the test of life. They're not even registered because they already failed. They already failed. Okay? They already failed. Because they think all they got to do is just show up, live their best life, or live their greatest life, do whatever they do, which is nothing. That's all they feel they got to do. Those are the failures in life. Or the people who come out here and they think their only job in life is to chase money, chase material possessions, chase people. They think that that's what their life is set up to be. And they are sadly mistaken. They realize that because these are usually people that's walking around in life, they're getting into everything. And you ask yourself, damn, why is this person always getting into something? Why are they always doing this? Why are they always doing it? Why is it always this, that, and the third? Right? Why is it that these people are always in some drama, some turmoil, something in their life? Because they're trying to find meaning to their life. They're trying to find the meaning of their life. And sometimes when you can't find the meaning of your life, you out here and try to make up a meaning to your life. You try to force a meaning into your life. You try to make a or create a scene around your life. You try to create an image around your life. You try to create something around your life that doesn't exist. And that is drama. Most of the drama you end up in, you voluntarily walk into. Most of the bad situations you in in life, you voluntarily walk into in your life because you don't watch for the traps. You don't watch for the traps. 
You don't watch for the signposts. You don't watch for the warnings that are always flashing. Y'all biggest fan, yeah, I saw red flags. I saw red flags. I saw red flags. But do you really pay attention to them? Do you really? Do you really pay attention to the red flags? No, you don't. Because if people really paid attention to the red flags in life, they would pass the test of life. The test of life is a powerful, powerful, powerful journey. It is the most powerful exam you're ever going to have in your life. You see, just your, you know, just your ability to keep your sanity in this world is a test. Just your ability to keep your sanity in this world is a test. It is a testament to your life, a testament to the strength of your mind. It is a testament to your physical constitution just to keep your mind focused. You ever notice this, right? You know, the people, I used to always notice this too when I, when I was growing up in the um, projects and stuff like that. People always wondered about our family, but especially, you know, people who saw me going about, I've always noticed this, people tell me, they say, yo, you don't get into nothing. You don't hang out with nobody. You just come and go. You always seem like you got something on your mind. You always seem like you about doing something. So people will notice that. People will notice that because they're so busy in their life getting involved in foolishness and stupidity and connecting themselves to foolishness and stupidity and foolish and stupid people, they stay doing that. And they wonder, well, what you into? Why you ain't doing what we doing? Because a lot of people, a lot of people think like that more than you, more than you know. When you actually have a purpose in life and you are going to fulfill your purpose, something that is greater than just standing around and talking crap about people or sitting around the phone or hanging out with people, going to the club or standing on the block like a lot of you Negroes do, doing nothing. When they see that you have something more about to do about your life, a lot of times they're jealous of that. A lot of times when you, you know, you going about your business, you ain't bothering nobody, you just go ahead and just excuse me and you going about your business, that bothers a lot of people. So who do you think you better than us? Why why you don't wanna why you ain't ah why you no. It's just that you figured out something they haven't. And they really wanna know what that is. And what it is is that you realize that time is ticking away. And the time is ticking away is the time in which you have to complete your test in life. See, you have different stages of the test of life. You have different stages of this test in life. You're constantly being tested from the time you're born to the time you're going to be, you know, no longer here. This is always a journey of test, a test of will, a test of your maturity a test of your level-headedness. See, that is what people admire in the world. People admire that in the world. When you don't get caught up in stupid things, when you got something going on in life, people hate that. I'm going to give you an example of this. Right? Again, I'll go back to um, <laughs> when I was I showed um, some hood niggas, you know what I'm saying, some hood Negroes. I showed them, you know, uh, some of the unlimited epics we got. And I showed them some of the books. And they, you know, they taking the book, looking all through it and everything and whatnot. You know, and I'm watching these Negroes look through it. 
right? And they bending up one of the books and looking up. I'm just watching. I'm not tripping about the book. I don't care. I'm, I'm watching them be all, you know, looking through it. They're trying to, trying to be respectful, but they look through it and they low. Yo, that's cool, you know, black superheroes and blah, blah, blah. But not one of them pulled out a $5 bill and bought a book. I wasn't even trying to sell it to them. I was showing them why. We weren't trying to sell I wasn't selling, selling nothing, but we were just showing it because I was talking to some people and they got me over here. But, you know, it, it was powerful to me because I'm like, wow. I know they got five hours on. They could have pulled out and supported it and whatnot because to see something like this. But, you know, I realized later, I was not that cared about the money, but I was just like, and if I would have been like, here, y'all wanted me for free, they would have took them, of course. But they value the money as life because they see, when they see you doing something, you know, something you found, something in your life, like I said, when people are not doing nothing with their life and they see that you found something worthwhile in your life to accomplish and do, they, they, they become jealous of that. They become jealous of that. They don't want to have nothing to do with that. Now, if it was some, some nonsense, right? Like, I'm going to show you something I said. I made an observation with black people. You ever notice with black people, black people never come together for something that's dealing with life. Black people always come together for something dealing with death or, or chaos, death and chaos. Like, if you tell so-called black people, yeah, let's get together and be a community, and let's have a community and we build up our community, we be a people and come together and whatnot, and bring our people together so we could be a real community, they're not with that. But they would go into a party, you know, some BS. They would come together to form a gang. They were coming together to sell some drugs. They were coming together to hustle. They were coming together to go to a funeral. They were coming together to do some foolishness, something dead. You ever notice that? You know, they were coming together for for some to eat some food and stand around and talk about people, cookouts, family reunions. That's what they for. Basically, dead things. Nothing that brings forth life. They're all about dead things. They are all about coming together and meeting together and investing in dead things. They get on the phone and have dead conversations about dead people, mentally dead people. Right? That is a sign of a people who have failed the test of life. Every minute of your life is supposed to be fulfilling. Every minute of your life is supposed to be fulfilling, and you're supposed to be the fulfillment of a greater purpose. Your everyday life is supposed to be the fulfillment of a greater purpose. Not sitting around being a character in life, being a fly on the wall, being a character in life, trying to fit into situations and circumstances that you simply do not fit into, that you're not supposed to be a part of. You see, I know somebody like that who, you know, when I, you know, old acquaintance of mine, as I, I see this dude, he always tell me about all the crap he done got into, all the shit he done got, all the people he done been around. Yeah, I was, with, I was over there with them when somebody got shot, and I went to the hospital. I took them to the hospital when they got shot. I was over here. I'm like, you you just seem to be everywhere every time for some BS. That was my thought to the person. All right? You, like, involve yourself in circumstances and situations that are not going to further your life. And this person wonders why. They still out here struggling. Why are they still out here saying the same thing they were saying 20 years ago about trying to make it and do the certain certain things they're doing is because they have not evolved in their thinking. They have not evolved in their thinking, and they have not uh, and they have not come to the conclusion that 
this life is a test that they are constantly and continuously failing. You see, they haven't come to that. That's why I say I look at people's lives and I'd be like, the people who don't know that this is a test, they live the hardest lives. The people that don't know this is a test tend to live the hardest lives. They tend to be the most unhealthiest. They tend to be in the most unhealthy relationships. They tend to be in the most detrimental situations. They always broke all the time because they don't know that this is supposed to be a test in which they're supposed to measure up to something greater. If you don't know that you're in a life test where you're supposed to be evolving and measuring up to something greater, then you will continue to fail all the time. You will fail being with the wrong people at the wrong time, this, that, and the third. You will continue to fail. So, like, one thing I like, you know, one thing I like when I, when I hear a woman, if, um, and I like something Faith Evans said. One thing I liked about her, one thing Faith Evans said that I like, she was on uh, this show Drink Champs. I'm just using this as an example. She basically said in her early life she was a hoe. She basically said it. She came out and said it, and it blew everybody's mind. When she, she said it real fast. She was like, I was doing this, that, and the third with everybody. I was, like, effing everybody and never that, 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 and the third. And everybody was like, whoa, the way she just came out said like, the men were shocked. But that that took some real maturity to be able to be that honest about yourself. I admire that. You see, on, on a level, I admire that. To be that honest about yourself, to be that real about yourself, because what that it does is it shows your growth as a person, that you can look at that person you once were and not and not be ashamed and say, yeah, I was that person, but I am no longer that person again, no more. I'm no longer that person. Yes, I was that person, but I evolved. I've grown. And she has evolved. And I can hear how she talks and how she thinks. She has evolved. Like I said, people make mistakes in life. Again, it's not about the mistakes you make in life. It's how quick you recover from them. It's about how quick you recover from the mistakes, if you recover at all. But you always must keep in mind that the whole point is to recover. It's not to sit there and waddle in the shit. It's not to sit there and waddle in it and keep going through it. Because, again, the people that sit and waddle and, and, and go about in misery and, and, you know, constantly commiserate and all, these are people that really just looking for an excuse to waddle back in the same shit again. Like a pig waddling, they slop. These are people who, you know, they they don't want to get up. They want an excuse to keep waddling in the same stuff because I shouldn't know you for being a certain way, a low-level way, because I should be looking at you like, okay, she used to be that way or he used to be that way. They're not that way anymore. But if I'm like, you constantly doing the same thing over and over, same shit over and over and over again, that means you have not learned that this is a test. And the clock is ticking, and you're losing, you're failing, because you're still trying to keep a image up that should have died 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. You're still trying to keep up an image. That's what I said about this acquaintance of mine, this so-called friend of mine from, you know, my, you know, I didn't call people friends. I said, it's ex- you know, it's acquaintance of mine. I used to be cool with back in the day. I ain't going to say his name, but like I said, I analyze people. And I'm like, yeah, you know, when I see the brother and whatnot, like, you know, we was back in our back in the day, our days, of, you know, 
selling drugs and being street niggas and all this other nonsense, being in the street. And I could look back at that and firmly say that I'm glad I came through that. I don't do that no more. I did that before. I don't do that no more. I've outgrown that because that's what life is about. Life's test is about growth and extension. But see, a lot of people still want to be the same character because they haven't grown. You got grown-ass men in their 40s and 50s, niggas still trying to talk like they're in their 20s, talking that hood shit, talking that thug shit, talking that gang shit. Niggas calling themselves OGs. No, nigga, we don't need no OGs. We need elders with wisdom. We don't need a bunch of overgrown dumb niggas still trying to bang and kill and do all kind of stupid shit. I've been to jail 50 times and... You're going, you're going to keep going to jail till you die in prison. No, we don't need those type of people. You don't need to be that type of person because, you know, all the little homies and all the little fools, all the little youngins, they'll look up to you until there's nothing to look up to anymore. You see? Because they would look up to you even more if they've seen that you have ascended that way of be, that way that way of thinking, that behavior, that submental behavior. That's when they look up to you even more. Mm. Really gives people something to look up to. You know how you give people something to look up to? You give people something to respect. Not that I'm saying you out here to get people to look up to you and, and show you and all this other stuff. But how you ultimately get people to look up to you and ultimately respect you is by being who you are. Being who you are. Simple as that. People don't like it, oh well. Oh well. The life test does not require that people like you. The life life test does not require that people feel you or what you're doing and be what you're doing. It doesn't, that's never, that's not guaranteed in life but they will respect you for being who you are in life, not putting on no ears, not fronting, because that's what they do. You see, one of the, the, the worst, uh, the thing that a phony hates is when another person next to them is being phony, because I'm like, you know, two phony people together do not match. See, a phony person is always going to look for somebody who's real so that they can eventually get comfortable with becoming real themselves. Even a phony person at certain points wants to be real. They just don't know how. They don't know how to pass that test. They don't know how to ascend past the character that they feel they have to play, the character that's keeping them from passing that test. You see, that's keeping them away from the test. That's keeping them out of the school of life because they're going through this life and they are creating surreal worlds to live in scenarios and circumstances that they have no business being a part of. We'll be right back.
within your life. Grow within your life. Raise within your life. That's the greatest thing you can do. That's the most evolved and advanced way of thinking. You see? See, think about that. You see? So, when we are not in that mindset of living our lives with the intent of growing and evolving and not being real with who we are, see, that's when we start to fail in life. Be real with who you are and grow forward in that. Acknowledge your mistakes because your mistakes are meant to be had in life. Your mistakes are meant to be grown past in life. There's no one out here in life who can say that they are spotless in this life. You're not going to go through this life being spotless. You're not going to go through this life being blameless. You're not going to go through this life squeaky clean. Everybody's going to get some dirt on them. Everybody. That's what this three-dimensional and this, well, that's what the two-dimensional realm is for. But as we start to ascend into the upper dimensions, we start to clean ourselves off, right? We start to clean ourselves off. Supremacy, supremacy comes by way of power. The power to acknowledge who you are, accept who you are, and move past what it is to where you want to become. You see, People live in these little fake worlds, right? People live in these little fake worlds. I'm even be real about it, even in slavery. I'm even be real in slavery. You know, this is because this is when I notice this when people are, you allow people to abuse you, right? People know what they're doing to you is wrong when they abuse you, when they bully you, when they pick on you, when they make your life a living hell. They know what they're doing is wrong. But this is a test for you. This is a test for you to accept it or not because naturally you're not supposed to accept abuse from nobody. You're not supposed to. See, down south in the south, they created this little world, this little weird, strange world where they got black people, so-called black people, who is not not even really their identity. You got so-called black people who want to live in this little fictitious world who who allow themselves to live in a little fictitious world of with white people and become sub, subservient to them, right? Become uh, uh, submissive to them. They've allowed themselves to live in that world, but that's not real. That's not real. You allowed yourself to live in a fake world with these people. That's not real. You walking around. Being slaves, would be you going? Like I said, I think back to that world. You gotta understand the heavy mindset, the heavy mind programming they had on black people back then. That you're gonna actually sit around and live a certain way, let people degrade you, rape your women, take your children and sell them, and you don't act as though, and you're acting like this is okay. This is part of life. The people that are doing it to you act like it's a part of life. But let's see it in reverse. Would they put up with that? Would they accept that picture of life, of you abusing them, raping their women, raping their children, raping the men, living like this? People will live 
or people will live as long as you're willing to live in a fantasy world with people because that that world back there wasn't even real that's not real like i couldn't even picture that i can't picture nobody abusing me i don't care i'd rather die i'd rather try to kill you and die and take you out than go through that i'm not doing that that's not even real to me that you want to live day in and day out in that kind of abuse that's not even real but they got people to really go for it and because they really went for it they wasn't living their life because to live your life is to have natural responses to things that happen to you if somebody tries to attack you or harm your family you're supposed to kill that person you're supposed to kill them and not even think about them. You're supposed to take them out. And that's what the slaves have done. Slaves, they've had some real time where they became real, where they, 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 you know, and the white man always wanted to keep them from being linked into reality. They wanted them to live this thing as, oh, you know, they kept trying to get them to accept this picture about what their life is supposed to be. I told you, slavery was more mental than it was brutal. It was more mental. It was more of a mental abuse than a physical one because you got to mentally abuse people in order to get them to accept abuse. You have to mentally abuse and get them to submit to abuse to get them to accept abuse. You have to get them to accept a false narrative in life, a narrative that's not even real. Like if you women, if somebody was trying, a woman, if somebody was trying to attack your baby or your children, you're going to kill that person. You're going to fight with all your might. If you got a weapon, you're going to kill that person. If somebody's a man try to attack and harm your children, you're going to kill those people. You're going to take them out. So why is it that you people, uh, like I said, how is it that they got these people to accept that? By getting them to accept that false life, they were failing the test of life. That was the test of life that our people failed back then. Because to, to pass that test, you're supposed to react as anybody would react who is harming you, your family, your children, you belong to yourself. You don't belong to nobody. We ain't here to serve nobody. They here to serve you. We ain't here to serve nobody. Twisted, like I said, it was more of a mental thing to keep them from actually living life. The beast was living your life in your place. And y'all didn't take your places back. They were living your life in your place. And again, they were already killing our people back then, so we might as well just went just went all the way out and took it to, to level fifty, let level a thousand in destroying these people. But because they didn't they didn't get to experience life as it was supposed to be, that life of righteousness, because that would have been a righteous kill. Those would have been righteous kills. Righteous. You don't let nobody take advantage of you. Because then they expected you to live in an unreal world. You see, I would never, and I said to myself, I never underestimate nobody, nor do I ever abuse people. I never did that because I know realistically anybody can kill you. Anybody can take you out of here. That's real life. And again, to acknowledge that you have mortality, that you can die, you can get it just like anybody else, that's the test of life that you understand and you pass in life. And once you understand, or should I say, once you understand it in life, that you're not, you're not immortal, not on this side, you're not immortal. So you don't make it to immortality till you realize the life lessons of where you are and where you, how you operate and how you move through this life. You move like you move, you move through this life with caution. You move through this life with caution, caution, be careful. And who you move with, 
who you lay with, who you around, allow around your people. You see, that's how you're supposed to move. And you're always supposed to keep an eye out for everything. You're supposed to have that serpentine eye when keeping an eye out for people. You're supposed to always have that. Always have that serpentine eye out, you see, when it comes to people. And while I'm thinking about this right now, while it's in my mind, because I'm going to get back into the lesson, for the Raw and Uncut videos, if you're not going to go on my Mental Act Patreon channel, go to DJ Gambler from England. Go subscribe to DJ Gambler because he posts up stuff that I don't want to post on my page. I don't want to get no strikes, but Gambler's brave like that. He's going to post stuff. I let him do that. I, I, I let subscribe to DJ Gambler page so for the Raw and Uncut, the things I did on the black woman, the black man, the white man, and all this stuff. Subscribe to him. I just had to say that. But anyway, subscribe to DJ Gambler. But anyway, um, they get you to live in a situation that's not even real. When people get you, expect you to respond a, a certain way, when people expect you to live in a certain way, even when you're bullying somebody, you're really expecting people to take that. You're really expecting people to take that. You really think people won't kill you or harm you. But what they're doing is realistic. You expect people not to be real in dealing with you. See, if people understood that, that that could really happen to you, you would see a lot more people back the fuck up off you, back up off you. You see, you would get that more. But again, they want black people. See, the whole test of getting black people was to get them to not be who they really are. That was the whole thing with slavery. They was trying to create a docile people, a people who were weak. And they basically accomplished a weak and creating a weak people. That's why they did that. They wanted to make you weak. They wanted to take the most strongest, dominant people on the planet, the people who had civilizations going here before they even was thought about. Their whole goal was in order for them to dominate and take things over. They had to victimize you and make you weak, make you submissive, right? And you never answered back. A lot of our people didn't answer back harder and harder. They should have answered back. That was real. That was real. You see, that's the reality of who and what you're supposed to be. That and that stands the test of time. That stands the test of time in all things dealing with reality. This makes the test worthwhile. See, the test is, test is only worthwhile if you're going to be real about the fact that you're taking a test and that you're supposed to ascend. Let me take a call. 682, you're on the air, 682. 682. Okay, 682, I'm waiting for the call to come up. 682, this is going a little slow. 682. All right, 682, call back, call back. I'm going to try this again. Call back. Call back 682 because it wasn't picking up. But try back again and press 1 when you call in, 682. But reality is a life test. Being real with yourself, being real with people who are around you, that's a test in itself. And to so many, a lot of people, they can't take that realness. They can't take that. They can't take the realness. They can't take it because when you re- when you're so real with people, when you're so real with people, one or two things are going to happen. You're going to either inspire them, and they're going to look at you because you are so real. They're going to they're going to look at you and they're gonna be like, "Damn, 
Rowan Uncut, real. That's why people stay with me, Rowan Uncut, because I acknowledge that to be real. Because everything out of my mouth is real. And that's very refreshing to a lot of people. But that is my life test. On this journey, I got to keep it real. I can't be phony at all about nothing. I refuse. Because if I got to be phony, I'd rather not do this. You see, I look at people who are phony all day and do this stuff. And I look at them and I say, I can never be them. Sometimes I try to put myself mentally in their space and their headspace to see where they're coming from. And I can't be that way. I get it. I get that they're trying to uphold an image. I get that they're trying to get a bag or secure a bag or they're saying whatever they got to do to get a bag. But then my mindset is always like, but you ain't going to do nothing but give that bag back to the beast anyway. So this is what you lie for. This is what you put up all these false images of yourself for who you really are and who you're not. This is what you lie for. You fail in the test of life. You fail it. You fail in the test of life. I even say with you homosexuals, you homos are passing the test of life. The ones of you who are openly admitting that you homos, you passing the test of life on that low level because at least you admitting who you are, you passing the test on that low level. You see, I want you to come out and be who you are. I want you thugs, which we're going to deal with you niggas tomorrow. You thug niggas. I gotta, I gotta, I'm about to unload on you niggas. You see, and your effeminate energy, again. I'm going to take it to another level because it's coming to me in this transmission, which I know it's coming because I got to save a lot of you young brothers who play in that thug role because it's just a role. And it's keeping you from evolving in life. That thug shit, that thug idea, that that screw face, that gangbanger shit, all that shit you little niggas are doing, that's keeping you from evolving, man. That's keeping you from evolving. The OGs, them niggas ain't helping you. They want you, a lot of them niggas want you to throw your life away because their life is gone. They want you to go down the toilet with them. These old niggas, they should be telling you these niggas that them is stabbed up, shot up, done been to jail a thousand times. They should be disbanding these goddamn gangs. They should be disbanding, turn them into men's clubs where the brothers could, like, you know, come together and do some, get, get a goddamn trade out here and work together to build something and be decent people out here, be real men for their families. That's the message these old-ass niggas should be preaching, not talking about you should go be going up in there and busting your gun and being like and being a jackass, and the next thing you know, you in a cage with this nigga. And they might, and the OG might be looking at you strange, if you know what I mean. That's what the message they're supposed to be giving. They shouldn't want you to throw your life away. If you niggas want to be crash tech dummies in this world and whatnot, trying to be trying to live out a fake image, because ain't nobody gonna tell me you niggas like living the life where you should have been stabbed up and shot up. You don't lost family members. You don't your, your, your children. Your, your children had to grow up without you. They out here in the world. Like I said, ain't nobody gonna tell me you enjoy that life. You don't did twenty years, thirty years, nigga. That ain't nothing to brag about. You should be ashamed that you wasted time. Time wasted. A life wasted. When you, oh, you niggas ain't never coming home. That's a life wasted, man. You've accomplished nothing in life. But what you didn't learn in this go round, we learn as we keep moving. We learn as we keep moving. We learn, and what you should be telling people is, don't be like me. Don't. That's the best thing you could tell them. So they can pass the test of life, the life, the life that you failed. Make your life work something. Make your life about something. Tell them the truth. 
telling the truth that you niggas, you niggas wished you had another gun go round. You wish you could get another shot at life. You wish that you could be out in the world. You wish that you wasn't out there gang-banging and shooting and stealing and robbing. Tell the niggas the truth. Tell them little young niggas the truth that's about to destroy their life. Tell them the truth so that they can live their life, so they can start passing the test of life and becoming real men. Tell, the, tell, your, tell your nieces, you know, when you're telling them to go out here, you know, and get with this guy, get with that guy, soy rock, wild oats and whatnot, whatever you're telling these liberated young black females in training, tell them about all the scars you got. All the STDs you got, you nigga women. Tell about all the broken relationships of baby daddies and all the all the uh, all the uh, STD scares you had if you ain't got none up in your cooch. Tell them about that, then see if they want to follow in your fucking footsteps. Raw and uncut. We'll be right back.
the reward for passing life's tests is greater you. The, how I want to say, the presentation, the representation of the greater you. You know how you know life is a test and you know when you pass? When you're able to look back at the things in your past, in your past, when you're able to look back at them and say, damn, I can't believe I used to be that way. I can't believe I, that I came away from that. I can't believe I was a part of that. If you could look back at your life and say, damn, I used to be part of that. I used to, be, I used to listen to that. I used to be part of this, and I'm no longer a part of this. I've grown. I've evolved. I've come into a community. I've become part of something greater, something I never thought I would do. When you're able to say that to yourself, that's the reward right there that you can actually look back at your life and the things that you once thought in your life would have destroyed you, you know, bad relationships, whatever, anything that you look back at and and then see that you have evolved beyond that, that you persevered, that you have, that you have passed, passed these things and passed these people. Like I'll give you a good example of this because I always use me as a good example. I have to look back at all the people who came into the Republican mental that came into the community and was BSing their way in here and was acting like Negroes, acting like black people, and all this stuff I had to put up with with people trying to attack me and slander me and stuff like that, and how I even allowed myself to partake and, and you know, go back and forth with these people. I look at that now, and I look back at that with the birth of my daughter, you know, like I said, I looked at her last night, and I said, I said, I looked her right in her face. I looked at my daughter, my seven-month, seven-and-a-half-month daughter. I looked at her, and I said, with her beautiful face, I looked her right in her eyes, and she stared right at me. Like, she just, I looked at her, and I said, thank you for giving me another reason to live. Thank you for giving me another reason to live. I had a, I had a, Huge reason to live because of this community and my work in the name of Amen. But I looked at her and I thanked her for giving me yet another reason to live. To live and keep passing these tests in life. Because I don't ever want her to go through life's test alone. I always want to be there to guide her and all of my children. All of my children. You see, because that's really the cool thing. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow with a lot of you young cats. You see, the cool thing is being able to aid your children, to be a real elder, to aid your children and the youth that's coming up around you, to give them something to grow with, let them know that this is a life, this life is a test in which they must pass. There ain't no room for failure, man. Nobody gives a damn about a failure, man. You're just another statistic. Nobody cares about a failure. Nobody cares about your heart being broken. Nobody cares about your circumstances. Nobody cares about what you went through. Boo-hoo. Nobody cares. Because people got things they got dealing with and they got going on in their life. People might stop and feel for you for a minute, but like I said, life moves on. Life goes on. And you got to keep going on. That's the test. So while we got life square in the palm of our hands, NZZN144. When we got life square in the palm of our hands, we have to make sure that we embrace life and all of the reality that it 
gives to us, the clarity that is there for us to, to acknowledge and to take in. You see, we have to do that. We have to acknowledge that. You see, I don't want to hear no fake nonsense. I don't want to hear no foolishness. You see, I don't want to. I don't want to participate in fake things anymore. Exactly. The reward for passing life, this life test is the greater you. That's revealed that you can look back at those things and say, you know what? I've been there. I've done that. I've bypassed it. I've ascended past that. That's the, that's the, that's how you pass. When you look back, you're like, damn, that shit was just so small. I can't believe I was around these people. I can't believe I was doing this, that, that, and the third. When you are able to do that, that's powerful. That's powerful. You see? But you got people who will never be able to do that. You do know that. You got people who will never be able to do that. They're going to constantly live in that BS. They're going to constantly live in the BS. Right? They're going to constantly live in BS. You see? And if when one one situation of BS die out, they'll get, they'll end up back in another situation of BS. You got people that live their life like this, failing the test of life, never evolving, never learning from their mistakes, never learning their lesson. You got people like this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you got people who give in to their emotions. You got people that destroy things in their life, things that could have been great for them, but because they are too damn emotional because they they believe that their emotions and their feelings are real. They're not real. You know why your emotions and your feelings are not real? Because they always lead you to nowhere. Anything that leads you to nowhere is not real. Something real is going to lead you to someplace real. Your emotions, your anger, your your fury, your fear, all that leads you to nowhere or it keeps you stagnant, which, again, is nowhere. It's only when we move past our emotions, move past the things that make us afraid, keep us held down, keep us held back. Only when we conquer ourselves, that's when we start to pass the life test, man, because that's showing that we're not afraid to evolve. We're not afraid to extend and ascend ourselves. We're not afraid, man. See, our people back in the, in the day in slavery, they was afraid, man. You know, they would be sitting around, some of them were sitting around in slave quarters and be like, I wish I could read. I wish I could walk free. I wish I could do this, and they should have been ready to kill for it. They should have been ready to kill for it because you had people that was willing to kill you to stop you from being that way. So you should have been ready to kill them because nobody is supposed to control your freedom. Nobody is supposed to stop your freedom. But freedom costs. Freedom costs. Let it cost somebody else their life, not yours. Let it cost somebody else their life, not yours. That was a test to see how free they really wanted to be. You see, Tariq Nasheed said something funny. And it, was, it wasn't even funny, but it was real. He said the people that escaped off the plantation, a lot of them, they had the choice to leave or run off the plantation, but then you might have had to make it in them swamps. You would have had to live off the land. You might have had to eat some damn reptiles or rabbits or whatever. You have to keep moving. You have to do that. Like I said, you have to become a damn survivalist to be free. You would have had to become a survivalist. You see, you would have had to become a survivalist to become free. You see, 
like how they play that 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 game. Uh, um, the uh, um, what is it? Um, fear factor, whatever the case of what they do, run through the run through the uh, um, run through the uh, um, jungles and all this other stuff where they try to get through this. So our people that had to become stronger. We would have had to become stronger. We would have had to become more resilient. We would have had to become more intelligent because that's really what happens when you're put through adversity like that. That's really what happens. See, niggas being gangbangers and killing each other and shooting each other and black females laying with other races of men and going against the race because all that is treason. All that is racial treason. Your people killing your own people, disrespecting your own people, laying with other races of men, and disrespecting your men, that's treason against your race. That's treason. You niggas are treasonous. And because you are treasonous, because you are treacherous against your own race, you fail the life test, man. Because you're supposed to keep your seed and your bloodline going. In other words, even if you have to be a willing sacrifice so that your bloodline and seed can keep going, so be it, man. But y'all created these little fake worlds to live in where you abuse each other, when you undermine each other, when you act like crabs in a goddamn barrel for nothing. You create these little circumstances in which you think, you know, that's the real world. You sitting around talking about people. There are bigger things, there are greater things that we must ascend to. We ain't got time to sit around and talk about nobody else. Like, I'm going to give you a good example. In the last video I did, it's on YouTube. Yeah, some clown talk about, oh, see, he don't know nothing about no uh, uh, meditation. Now you niggas have this mentality where you want to knock somebody down and what they're trying to give because you got no knowledge to give yourself. You have nothing to give. So what you want to do is take away from what somebody else says to try and give yourself like You black males got to stop that. And I'm going to speak about that tomorrow with you and that effeminate energy you got. Because that's all part of that feminized energy, that female energy a lot of you black males got, especially you thug niggas. You niggas, are, but I'm, let me say, let me hold off on that. Because you niggas definitely keep failing the test of life, man. You definitely keep failing. You niggas stay losing. You thug niggas, you gang niggas, you niggas stay losing, man. You stay in the goddamn penitentiary like a monkey locked in a cage for the white man. You niggas stay failing because you can't get out of your own fake world. You can't get out of that fake world that you live in where you actually believe you're invincible, where you actually believe you're you a killer and a gorilla. You niggas are not. You're not. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. See, I bring that up because y'all are not living life, not really living life. You have failed life's test. You are a waste of life. You become a waste of life when you are not aware that you are on a test to ascend in this life. You're looking to get into the pocket of where you're supposed to ascend in life, to grow in life, to extend in life. And so many people want that space. You niggas only want to do that. When you sitting somewhere in jail for fifty years with all that all that chaos and confusion you cause, then all of a sudden you want to change your life. You, some of you might, you still, some of you might still be into that foolishness. That's, that really says something. Like I said, you in your fifties and sixties, and you still trying to act like you in your twenties. That really says something about you. You still acting like a knucklehead. You still acting like a goddamn fool. Your life is gone. You failed. There's a lot of failures in life. 
a lot of failures, not because they didn't get the money, not because they didn't get the bag, not because they didn't get the whatever they're supposed to have been getting out of life. Get the girl, get the house. That's not – them people that got a lot of that stuff, all that material possession, a lot, of they, a lot of them are failures, man. A lot of them are failures. A lot of those people are failures. Them people that got all that stuff in life, got the cars, the houses, the jewelry, all the stuff, a lot of these people are failures, man. They failures. You know why they failures? Because they have chosen to fail. They have chosen to fail by not even taking the test of life. And how, why I say that is you take the test of life by embracing who you really are. That's when you take a lie. If you deal, if you really, if you really put a lot of these people on the spot and you call them out on their BS and you let them know, who, you know, about what they really are, they'd be ready to fight you. They'd be ready to kill you. They hate you. They want to get mad with you because you pulled their card. Like that lady last night, they called in. She know what I was saying was true, but she couldn't take it because obviously she got that mentality herself. Because why else would you call in here ranting and raving? You see, when you being real with people, fake people feel uncomfortable because, again, you live in your life. If you live in your life in reality, that is your best life. Being real in this life and, uh, and around in a world full of fake people, a world of phoniness, that is your best life. That is your essential. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What is the life test? Life test is the things you're constantly put through in this life. Your emotions, the people you're going to come into contact with, everything in this life is a test. Everything. And you're supposed to pass this test. Who gives the test? The almond give this test. They have us down here in this world going through the things we're going through in this three-dimensional world around these humans, going through what we're going through because we're supposed to persevere. We're supposed to persevere. That's when you know who the real almond are and who the fake ones are not, the fake ones who aren't almond. The real ones going to persevere. They're going to come together. They're going to vote for and we're going to see our way through this. The fake ones, they're going to fall off. They're going to fade to black. They're going to find an excuse not to be about about community and covenant and whatnot. They gonna, oh, I just, I, I, you want to go back to being black. I get it. You failed. Black people are failures, man. Black people are failures. I don't care how much money you niggas are getting. I don't care how much position you think. You failures, man, because y'all not dealing with reality. You're not. Why is it given? The test is given to see who's going to be the ones who ascend and who's going to be the ones that revolve. Who's going to ascend versus who's going to revolve? You failures will revolve back into school again. You have to take this test over and over and over again like the retards that you are. You're going to have to keep taking the test of life over again while the others who ascend move into the eternal life. Can it be passed? Yes, it can be passed. It's going to be passed. It is being passed. Every day we live our life in reality collectively. What happens if you fail? Got to go back to school. Rotation. Rotation. Like a lot of you niggas going to come back as the gray race. You know, and y'all going to go through hell even as the gray race. You're going to continue to go through this hell. These nigga women who think you're going to come back light-skinned, I'm going to be light-skinned. We're good. Yeah, you're going to get the chance to come back being light-skinned. A lot of you nigga women bleaching your skin, and you won't get the chance. When you die, you're going to come back and be a gray. You're going to come back and be light-skinned. You have all the light skin you want, and you're still going to be going through these problems that you're going through. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue for it forever. I am the intellectual Nita Mentares. This has been Mental Health Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. 
Oh, in this crazy, crazy world But I'm still the 